Blog Talk Radio. You are listening live to the Alex Cardinal Show, your one stop for news, sports, current events, current news, politics, and fun. With plenty of action packed into this show, there is something for everyone. What will Alex be talking about today? Want to call in and interact with Alex? Call in live at 1 323 642 1605. Now, coming to you live from Springfield, Massachusetts, is the crazy Alex Cardinal. Take it away, Alex. Tonight, you guys are 
Definitely going to enjoy this show tonight. Going to be a fun, fun show for you. So I hope you enjoy today's WWE Fast Lane Review. Now, I was going to have my best friend, the man they call Jeff, on with me today. But Jeff is a very busy man today. He's out doing his taxes and stuff. So he's very busy. So I'm going to give him a night off. And I know Jeff is a very big WWE fan. So... Um, I'm going to give him a night off, but he'll be here on my WrestleMania 31 preview show and the WrestleMania 31 recap show as well. And I'm going to reveal who won our bet, because on this this past Saturday's Saturday Night Live, Jeff and I betted on WWE Fastlane, and I'm going to reveal, did I go 3-0? and Do I have a new Undertaker's undefeated streak, or... Did Jeff defeat me yet? We'll we'll find that out later on on the show. But Jeff has a night off, in case you guys are wondering. But I'm sure he'll uh, be a part of the chat room if you guys are interested in hearing Jeff's thoughts on WWE Fastlane. All right. Well, tonight I'm going to discuss and recap WWE Fastlane. I'm then going to discuss the road to WrestleMania, and I'll discuss some of the matches that are now clear for WrestleMania 31. I'll discuss what the WWE could have done to make Fastlane a better pay-per-view. I'll discuss what I enjoyed about the pay-per-view and much more. Now, WWE fans, don't forget, you can dial in live at one 642 1605 to discuss your thoughts on WWE Fastlane, to discuss what you liked about WWE Fastlane, to discuss your favorite matches from WWE Fastlane, or discuss what you thought of the Triple H and Sting face-to-face confrontation. That's one three two three six four two one six zero five. Go ahead and call in. One three two three six four two one six zero five. Come on, WWE fans, come on on and call in. One three two three six four two one six zero five. I want to know what your thoughts are of WWE Fastlane that aired this past Sunday. What did you guys think of it? What would you rate it? Let me know. I want to hear from some fellow WWE fans again and final. And finally, the number to call in is one three two three six four two one six zero five. All right. Well, I've got an action-packed show, so I'm going to go ahead and get started. I'm going to discuss how I like WWE Fastlane first. I actually thought WWE Fastlane was an okay pay-per-view. I'm going to say okay because it was all right. It wasn't awesome. But it wasn't bad either. If I had to grade WWE Fastlane, I would give it like a B minus because there were some matches that were okay, but there were some matches that were awesome, and there were some there were some segments that were just out of this world great. The Triple H and Sting segment was awesome, and the Bray Wyatt segment coming out as Undertaker was awesome. Those two were the best things to ever happen at WWE Fastlane. I'll tell you this. The Undertaker and Bray Wyatt segment and the Triple H and Sting segment were awesome. And Undertaker was not there. Bray Wyatt came out as the Undertaker. And that just goes out to tell you how good of a segment that was. So 
That is the reason why I like WWE Fastlane was because uh, Triple H and Sting and the Bray Wyatt segment on The Undertaker. Those are my favorite parts of Fastlane. And again, that was the Triple H and Sting segment and the Bray Wyatt segment where he was copying Undertaker were my favorite parts of Fastlane. I did like some of the matches, though. I think the John Cena and Rusev match was pretty awesome. I liked the tag tag team match where um, Cesaro and Tyson Kidd took on the Usos for the tag team championships. And I liked the six-man tag team match, which saw the return of Randy Orton, which we're going to discuss in a few minutes here. So overall, I did like the WWE Fastlane pay-per-view. I thought it was a rather interesting pay-per-view, but nonetheless, it was a good pay-per-view. And was it worthy of replacing Elimination Chamber? Um... Maybe. I did like the Elimination Chamber before WrestleMania, but I do see WWE's point here. Why are we going to have the champion defend his title in an Elimination Chamber before WrestleMania? It makes no sense. So I do get WWE's point there. But the reason Fastlane replaced Elimination Chamber was because um, it's hard to put Elimination Chambers inside of an arena. So this was a good pay-per-view for that reason. And, of course, we did not see Brock Lesnar at Fastlane. But, yes, it was a good pay-per-view. Now, it could have been better. It was a free pay-per-view, so you could have expected it to be better. But, you know, WWE, when they give things away for free, they don't make them that awesome as they should be. But it was still a good pay-per-view. So, yes, I did sort of like WWE Fastlane. Now, what is my favorite match or segment from WWE Fastlane. Well, I discussed that my two favorite segments were the Triple H and Sting one and the Bray Wyatt Mocking Undertaker segment. My favorite match from WWE Fastlane had to be the main event between Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns. That match was hyped for weeks following Royal Rumble, and I think that match delivered. It was a great match and ultimately an awesome finish to it. I knew instantly that Roman Reigns was going to win because I've been following the dirt sheets, and the dirt sheets are almost always right, and the dirt sheets said that the WWE wanted Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania 31 to be the main event for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship, and I knew that um, the WWE probably would not have changed that, and I figured going into the match that Daniel Bryan had little chances of walking out of that match going into the main event against uh, against Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania 31, so I had the feeling that the WWE was going to have Roman Reigns win at Fastlane, and I was right, but it was a great match. Daniel Bryan looked strong, and Roman Reigns looked strong, so it was an awesome match, and both Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns delivered a great quality match that I liked, and I know a lot of fans liked, and Roman Reigns looked strong going into WrestleMania 31. Do I think it's still going to be a triple threat match at WrestleMania for the title? We'll discuss that later on in the show, but right now I'm looking forward to seeing uh, Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania 31 for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship, and I really did enjoy this match at Fastlane. All right. Now, if I could have booked this pay-per-view differently, what would I have done differently with 
WWE Fast Lane? That is a great question. Now, if I were to book uh, Fast Lane differently, differently, the first thing I'd improve is the Triple H and Sting face-to-face confrontation. I would have had Sting say something. I think Sting needs to talk in the WWE before WrestleMania 31. I, I would have had Sting say, say that, Triple H, your offer sounds amazing, but I'm not here to do business. I'm here to fight. I'm challenging you to a WrestleMania match. And then we, then we could have had the fight. We could have had Triple H attack Sting, and then we could have had Sting point the bat at WrestleMania logo, and then we could have had Sting hit the Scorpion Death Drop. That's what I would have done differently, but it worked out great the way it is, because Sting did issue a challenge, although Sting issued a challenge silently, but he still did it nonetheless. But I would have had Sting say, I decline your offer for your business. I want you one-on-one in the match. That would have been good enough for me. Now, the next thing I would improve is the Dean Ambrose and Bad News Barrett match for the Intercontinental Championship. I would have had um, Dean Ambrose win the Intercontinental Championship cleanly in this match. Um, I have no idea why the WWE would have um, Dean Ambrose lose by disqualification have him steal the title. I would have just had him win the title cleanly and defend it at WrestleMania 31. The next thing I would have changed differently would be the six-man tag team match. I would have had Rowan, uh, would have had Eric Rowan, Dolph Ziggler, and Ryback win the match. Then I would have had the Authority uh, beat them down with weapons like steel chairs and stuff. And then I would have had Randy Orton make the save. But it was done good enough where I understood that Randy Orton wasn't going to return there. And the last thing I would have changed was the Bray Wyatt segment. I would have had him come out with The Undertaker still. But I would have had The Undertaker return at Fastlane, and I would have had The Undertaker deny him, deny his challenge at WrestleMania. But I would have The Undertaker accept it the week before WrestleMania. So I'd have The Undertaker deny it at Fastlane so he can make uh, Bray Wyatt think that he's scared of Bray Wyatt or make Bray Wyatt think that he's done wrestling in a WWE ring. This would lead to build up to a WrestleMania 31 match. This would lead to um, the match at WrestleMania 31 more exciting. But the way WWE is going right now is the exact way I want them to go. They are planning on keeping The Undertaker out of action until WrestleMania 31. In other words, they're planning on keeping The Undertaker off WWE TV until WrestleMania 31. So Bray Wyatt walked into the ring at WrestleMania seeking The Undertaker did not accept his challenge, and he says he's the winner of the Master of WrestleMania. Then all of a sudden, The Undertaker returns and accepts his challenge at WrestleMania. That's going to be something special, and I can't wait for that. That's going to be an awesome, awesome time for The Undertaker to reemerge at WrestleMania and hopefully defeat Bray Wyatt at WrestleMania. The last thing I would have done differently at Fastlane is I wouldn't have booked uh, a, a weird finish for the Rusev match. I still would have had Rusev won, but I would not have him win by a low blow followed by the accolade. 
I would have had Rusev lock, lock in the accolade cleanly and defeat John Cena. But I get it, Rusev's a heel, so sometimes Rusev will do, do heel tactics like using a low blow on John Cena. But that's just my thoughts on um, what I would have done differently for WWE Fastlane. So how about you guys? Why don't you go ahead and call in at one three two three six four two one six zero five and let me know what you would have done differently at WWE Fastlane. Overall, it was a pretty good pay-per-view. I really did enjoy it, and I really did like it. So I want to hear from you WWE fans. What did you think of WWE Fastlane? I mean, Fastlane was great. We had the iconic Sting hit Triple H with a bat. We had Sting versus Triple H. We had Sledgehammer versus Baseball Bat. We had a Scorpion Death Drop by Sting. We had Bray Wyatt mocking The Undertaker. We had The Viper, the legend killer, Randy Orton return. We had Rusev defeat John Cena and much more. So Fastlane was a pretty darn good pay-per-view in my opinion. All right, well, we're going to take a commercial break a little early tonight because I've got some WWE songs that I, I want to play. So coming up next here on our WWE Fastlane review, I'm going to review WWE Fastlane, and I'm going to have a Road to WrestleMania discussion. So stick around. We've got a Fastlane review, and we're going to have a, a Road to WrestleMania 31 discussion. Don't forget to call in at one three two three six four two one six zero five. Let's take a commercial break. Hear a word from our sponsors, and then we'll hear some wonderful music, shall we, folks? The Aquatic Wetline is a tropical fish-keeping podcast that is dedicated to all the tropical fish keepers. The Aquatic Wetline covers fresh water, salt water, and reptiles. The Aquatic Wetline is the one and only fish-keeping podcast hosted by a fish keeper for fish keepers. Aquatic Wetline is one of the original fish-keeping podcasts that was the first to be dedicated to freshwater fish on Blog Talk Radio. With over 100 episodes and plenty of new episodes coming to you live each week, Aquatic Wetline is the place to be for all fish keepers. So check us out. blogtalkradio.com forward slash aquaalex Dakota Aquatics Plus is the next best aquarium keeping show here on Blog Talk Radio. Your host of this show, Andrew will dive deep into the topics of freshwater and saltwater fish, reptiles, and other pets. Dakota Aquatics Plus is live every Saturday and is a show that you will enjoy. So check Andrew out. blogtalkradio.com forward slash Dakota Aquatics Plus. Aquatics Euphoria, a podcast about fish, all things fish and everything fish. Let William T. and his co-hosts dive deep into your tank and come up with a great fish species topic for a great show. Check out Aquatics Euphoria today for an enjoyable fish show. William T. and his co-hosts do it all. Salt water, fresh water, yes, plants and even specials on other interesting topics. Surf over there, right after this wonderful show here on Blog Talk Radio.
Did you know that William T. has a new podcast on Blog Talk Radio? Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Yes, kids. Teens and in-betweens. Epiphany is a podcast about revelations, sudden awarenesses and innuendos. William T. will discuss topic by topic, week by week or maybe day by day. You never know with William T. This podcast is controversial at best, interesting at least. Come join William T. at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash epiphany USA. Come hear what all the hype is about. William T. slam dunks his attitude with rants, political slurs about governmental blunders, world events and where this world is headed from a revelational point of view. See if this podcast don't grab your fancy. Come on. What are you waiting for? Come sit beside William T. and take part in a podcast that promises to be inviting, action-packed and just plain crazy at times. Come hear some senseless jargon and an attitude from the shrewd dude from South Carolina. The old man of mayhem, William T. Come on be brave and go there right now. Well, wait until this show is over first though. Gail Carson is a singer and songwriter who produces some awesome music. Gail Carson is an ASCAP, multi-genre singer-slash-songwriter spanning folk, country, roots, Americana, and a little bit of rock and roll. www.gailcarson.com Gail Carson is also a radio show host of The Gail Carson Show, an original indie artist showcase series broadcast on internet radio stations all over the world. Gail Carson is a professional photographer, videographer, and graphic artist www.gailcarsonphotograph.com Gail Carson is a producer slash engineer. Gail Carson is a music promoter. Choosing guitar accessories can be expensive and time-consuming, but it doesn't have to be. Jambox will deliver the necessities right to your front door. Jambox is great for players of any age and all experience levels. Try new brands, new products, and get your jam on. Order a Jambox today at www.jamboxcanada.ca. The Alex Connelly Show is going to air on Saturdays? No way! Is this true? The Alex Cardinelli Show, airing Saturday nights, since when? Extra, extra, hear all about it. The Alex Cardinelli Show is airing on Saturday nights. What? The Alex Cardinelli Show is airing on Saturdays now. What? Extra, extra, hear all about it. The Alex Cardinelli Show is airing on Saturday nights. What? The Alex Cardinal Show is airing on Saturdays now. What? Extra, extra, hear all about it. The Alex Cardinal Show is airing on Saturday nights. What? The Alex Cardinal Show is airing on Saturdays now. What? Hey guys, are you ready? But I just gotta know. One thing. Are you ready? No! I said, oh! 
Well then, join us live this Saturday, February 28th at 8 p.m. Eastern as we do our second Saturday Night Live on the Alice Cardinelli Show. We've got a brand new co-host. That's right, William T. has stepped down as co-host. So, the man they call Jeff is taking over the co-host position of Saturday Night Live starting this Saturday. What does Jeff have in store for Saturday Night Live on the Alice Cardinelli Show? Plus, what are... Saturday Night Spotlight going to be on this Saturday. And what trivia do we have for you this Saturday? Join us as Lynn Matney will be our very special guest. Lynn is a former chef, and Lynn Matney is going to share her delicious recipes and tell us about her time as a chef on Saturday Night Live. All that and much more live this Saturday, February 28th at 8 p.m. Eastern on Saturday Night Live on the Alex Cardinelli Show. BlogTalkRadio.com forward slash Crazy Alex Talk. Join us this Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern for Saturday Night Live. Would you like to have your own five minutes of fame right here on the Alice Cardinelli Show, Saturday Night Live. Well then, create an MP3 file and email it to alexgoyankeescardinelli19 at gmail.com. That's alexgoyankeescardinelli19 at gmail.com. And Cardinelli is spelled C-A-R-D-I-N-A-L-E. All in lower cases. Now, you can talk about anything from PG-13 to rated R. You can promote your own businesses or talk about something you find is a good topic to mention on the Alice Cardinelli Show. You can also call in at 1-323-642-1605 right now to let us hear your five minutes of fame. So, our listeners can have their own five minutes of fame each and every Saturday by emailing me a mp3 file or by calling in. Okay, so before we continue our commercial breaking into our music, we actually got a caller here on the WWE Fastlane Review. So I want to thank you for calling in, and you're now live on the Alice Cornelli Show's WWE Fastlane Review. Hey. How you doing? Hello. I'm doing Hello, great. How are you? I'm doing great. My name is Patrick, and um, um, I'm here to talk about, um, you know, um, first off, I just want to say, I just want to get this off because before I forget, because I've actually kind of almost forgot, but like, um, are we likely to see The Undertaker before WrestleMania? 
Um, as far as the dirt streets go, I don't think we're going to see Undertaker before WrestleMania because they're saying that he's actually going to um, appear at WrestleMania, but he's not going to be on television before WrestleMania. So we will yeah, see Undertaker at WrestleMania, but he won't be on TV before WrestleMania. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, um, and, also, and also, do you think that in the upcoming weeks there will be like, like like a stipulation for like Sting versus Triple H. Like I just thought of a like of a great ma- of a great stipulation. Maybe not so great. What if there was like a Sledgehammer versus Bat match, where like where like the only way to win is you have to use you have to use both the bat and the sledgehammer, and you have to use it against your opponent. <laughs> that sounds like a great match, but I think because of Sting's age, uh, like they did with the. Uh, Undertaker and Triple H match. I think it'll be a no no holds barred match, so that it's easier for Sting yeah, to work. But I think it'll be a no holds barred match, and if and if yeah. uh, Sting wins, Sting Triple H is out of power again. I think it's how it's going to be. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and also the thing about Sting is like um personally, this is what I think. Why he, like he's in WWE. Like he has a vendetta, you know. He has a vendetta. Like you know, like the WWE. Like you know, WWE. Like he he was a lo- he was loyal to WCW clearly, and um. And they went out of business in 2001, and um, and uh, you know so. And first of all, let me just get this first off before I say anything else. Um, according to WWE, Sting has been gone. Has Sting, nobody has seen or heard from Sting since last Nitro, according to WWE. First of all, let me just say that, and then um, and then of course off, Sting has a vendetta, and like you know, like he he wants. I feel like he wants because you know WWE is still around 14 years later, and what I think he's doing is. He's gonna try to. He's trying to. He's trying to do what, what Bischoff couldn't do. He's trying to do what Ted Turner couldn't do. He's trying to do what WCW couldn't do, to WWE. That's you know that's probably a reason why I think. Oh, he decided to come. That's why he's targeting Triple H, because because you know like because he because that's why you know he's no longer WCW's gone because of people like him probably. I agree with you on that. You got a good point there. I definitely agree 100% with you. And I think it's going to be a great match, and I, I definitely can see Sting beating yeah. Triple H this year at WrestleMania. But yeah, he's yeah he's he's trying to do what WCW couldn't. So like, so yeah, and and also and also and also I like how Sting put the wrestling. He actually put the wrestling world on notice without even saying a word. Like damn. Yeah, he's a pretty good worker in the ring. He's got a great talent, yeah. and he's able to to shock the robot without even saying one word. So he, he's definitely a good uh, good wrestler in that respect. Yeah, and also and also and also one thing I kind of find the strangest thing. Also, clearly people are saying that oh, Fastlane it was a good show, but like but like the crowd was so like dead. Like you know, like um, people are saying like oh, where were they? Memphis? Like the Memphis crowd was so dead. It's like like I I, I agree I, I agree with that I think the yeah, I think the crowd was kind of boring and they were actually making the show feel feel less less special to me. Yeah, I know. It's like I swear I feel like only there's like a thousand people in that arena and out of the thousand people I think only a hundred were chanting yes 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 when Daniel Bryan came out. <laughs> and then um, to me it kind of felt like, like, like a, it kind of felt like a SmackDown instead of a pay per view. Yeah, I know. So I felt like I was watching an episode of SmackDown or. Or hey, or may, hey, maybe even an episode of WCW Thunder, <laughs> and um, so like yeah, yeah, and so yeah, <laughs> yeah, but um, so yeah, and also and also the next thing I want to say is like um, like do should we should we care about the mat like Goldust the Goldust Stardust feud because but first off I just want to say one thing is like I don't know if to remind you but like Stardust is at tire 
at Fastlane reminded me so much of the Surfer Sting. Like he reminds me so much of like the Sting from like the '80s, early '90s, like the Surfer Sting. But like, but should we care about that match? Because like you know, it was a, it ended in a in a horrible finish with Goldust rolling him up for the win. I think it's an okay match. I'm really not really interested in it, but some people might like it. I think it's a a good match. I actually do like the Cody. I like Cody Rhodes, so I, I'm actually going to pay more attention to it at WrestleMania. But Fastlane yeah. was an okay match. Uh huh. Yeah, and also, and clearly, John Cena and Rusev. That was clearly just a precursor for 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 to just so for their match at, for a rematch at WrestleMania. And also, first of all, I didn't even know this. This was turns out that. This was John Cena's first submission loss in like a, in like twelve years or something. I don't know. Like the I feel like I don't, the last time he ever t- I don't know I don't know because it was like a, such a long time ago. But like the last time he tapped out, I think he tapped out to like Kurt Angle. But I might be wrong. I don't know. It was like a long time ago. Yeah, that's true. I guess the WWE is trying yeah. to solidify uh, Rusev as a a top yeah, superstar now. Yeah. And also, and also, the next thing is, if some people are saying that, what if they decide to let Rusev defeat John Cena at WrestleMania? Like, because there's other people that they could be building up for defeat. Like, they could, he could be, they could be building him up for John Cena to defeat him. And also, another choice is, they could be building him for The Rock to defeat him. That could be a good opportunity for that. I'd, I'd, I'd be totally fine with The Rock defeating Rusev. I'd, matter yeah. of fact, I want The Rock to defeat Rusev instead of John Cena. But I feel. Uh-huh. That John Cena is going to get a victory at uh, at WrestleMania like he did with Chris Jericho and Bray Wyatt months ago. Like they had Jericho beat Bray Wyatt at uh, Money in the Bank and they gave uh, Wyatt the win at WrestleMania. I feel like it's going to be Rusev going to win at Fastlane and Cena going to win at WrestleMania. But I'd rather see Rusev win again at WrestleMania. Yeah, I know, but like, um, yeah, but but they think like, but I'm sure, yeah. But yeah, and also, but but yeah, like I said, like they could be pushing him for John Cena to beat him. They could be pushing him for someone like The Rock to beat him, and uh, so like yeah, and also um, and yeah, and also the and also I would like to see probably happen. Like you know, one match I probably would see happen is well, it probably it probably won't because due to how his condition is. Like people were saying that what if the Undertaker were to have given Rusev his first loss, but that probably won't really happen. But like. But Undertaker has other better people to work with. Like clearly, first of all, Bray Wyatt, and um, it's like yeah, and then uh, but yeah, but yeah, like um, Rusev, he's he's this monster heel, you know, he's unstoppable. He's you know, like, he's unstoppable, and like we find we need someone to you know, like somebody has to beat him. You know, might as well be at WrestleMania. So yeah, that's a good idea. But if the WWE wanted to make Rusev look strong, I think he should defeat John Cena at WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Because John Cena like, could bury him. I don't want that to happen. Yeah, I know. Well, I'll bury him, you know. But the thing is, I could see, like, Rusev actually dominating most of the match, but but only for John Cena to find a way to win. I know. It's actually rooting for Bray Wyatt last year, but Cena won at WrestleMania, which is shocking. Yeah, I know, to me, I know. So I'm sure, like, I'm sure, happens yeah. this year. Yeah, but that's what I actually kind of think. That's what I think, actually. I think that they're probably thinking, you know what, how about let's have Rusev dominate most of the match. But then suddenly John Cena. But then suddenly, but then John Cena ends up find ends up finds finds a way to win. It's like, oh, let's have Rusev dominate most of the match, and only for like Rusev. Uh, then, but then John Cena comes only for John Cena to come back to win. That'll be kind of suck. <laughs> yeah, and also and also um, Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. Will the match be good or not? Because I saw because first of all, one thing people say that. The match will suck. You know, well, my opinion, it's gonna suck because Goldberg versus because at WrestleMania 20, Goldberg versus Brock Lesnar sucked. 
I think it's going to be another, it's not going to be an awesome match. Oh, go ahead. I'm yeah, sorry for no, interrupting. Yeah. yeah, and also in Goldberg and Brock Lesnar, that was also another match that 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 went like at the time Goldberg versus Brock Lesnar. That was a match I thought was going to be really epic, but 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 it was awful. So like yeah. Yeah, I think it's going to suck because uh, I don't think Rusev is ready for a, a championship match nonetheless. So I think it's going to be an, an awful match, but I know that they're going to do their best that they can. But I think the crowd is going to shit on the match because they wanted Brock Lesnar versus Daniel yeah. Bryan. But it's still it's still early to tell if it's still going to be Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. Yeah. I yeah. think it could be a swerve here and make it a triple threat match, but... Yeah. At the end of the day, yeah. I, I see uh, Seth Rollins cashing in his money in the bank and walking out of WrestleMania yeah. champion still. Yeah. Wow. And also, and first off, I just want to go back to Sting for, for like just a quite second. Like, a, you know how his age right now. Okay. And supposed to like Triple H. First off, I don't want to say last thing, but like one more thing about Sting is, I don't know. I'm sure, I don't know if you've noticed, but I've I just realized this that Triple H has pretty much buried almost every big name in WCW. He's buried Scott Steiner. He's buried Booker T. He's buried Kevin Nash, and he's buried Goldberg, and he could be on his way to burying Sting. I hope not, because then that will that'll just be awful. But I, I think, personally, if Sting was going to sign with WWE, he had to know that he was going to have a match at WrestleMania. And he probably yeah, stressed that he, with, uh, with Triple H and, and uh, Vince McMahon, and I think Sting's going to go over at WrestleMania, because he wouldn't yeah, come back know, just to yeah. lose. Yeah, but yeah, but I was just mentioning that that he's buried he's buried like four other he's buried like four men who are big stars in WCW. Like oh yeah, I get Scott point. Steiner. I, I, hopefully you don't bury Sting. That'll be awful. Yeah, no. Scott Steiner, Booker T, Kevin, Kevin Nash, and Goldberg. It's like yeah, I don't want to. I don't see him burying them. Sting also. First off, at Fastlane when he came out, I I, I kept expecting like like um like maybe Triple H to have like like maybe. <laughs> Like Brock Lesnar, or like hiding somewhere to like, to, to like to like attack him, or maybe have Big Show, Kane, and J and J somewhere to jump him, but that didn't happen. But I kept expecting that, because like, cause like I w- I kept thinking that oh Triple H probably might have something up his sleeve, like you know, what if he actually like you know like, you know like or something like where it's like if he gets attacked by Sting, that's when when he wants Brock Lesnar to come out. <laughs> But Brock Lesnar didn't show up, and also supposedly Brock Lesnar was actually advertised to show up on Raw, but like he didn't due to like due to like due to like um due to like a little incident, and that's what they said due to like some sort of incident, he couldn't show up on Raw. Yeah, he was actually reading the script last night. He was supposed to be on Raw last night, and Triple H is also supposed to make a speech on Sting yesterday, but he didn't do that either. Yeah, Triple H didn't even speak at all yesterday. Like he usually does. Like, like you know, first of all, he only eyeball. All he did the whole night was just eyeballing Randy Orton. And also, that's one thing about Randy Orton. Like, um, clearly he's back. Like, you know, of course, there's, there's she's gonna have a match with Seth Rollins at the at WrestleMania because clearly, like, he came. The one thing he wants is to get his revenge on Seth Rollins. So, like, so yeah. I'm sure he's going to get it at some point. He's just playing mind games with Seth Rollins. He's trying to get Seth yeah. Rollins to, yeah, he's trying to believe act that like, he's on his side, but he's going to attack him. I know. I know. Like he's trying to. I know he's trying to act like that they do see eye to eye, but really they don't. They do see eye to eye. That's true. Like, yeah. Yeah. And so like yeah. So like and also actually you know for that thing you said about four with like Sting and Triple H, I would like to see that. What if like um Triple H once again decides to put his authority job on the line. Like, you know, if, like, once again, like, if Sting defeats him, he's out of power. So, like, wow. 
I can see that happening. I can see that happening very much. Yeah. And also, also this is like a something I heard. I don't know if it's true or not, but I saw like I I just heard a little theory that what if Sting somehow brought back WCW? I don't know if that would happen. I know Vince McMahon is not very uh, very happy, no. or or no. every time uh, WCW is mentioned to Vince McMahon, he always changes the subject. So I'm not no. sure if that will happen. Maybe it could. Yeah, and also. Yeah, and also the weirdest thing is, you don't know the weirdest thing, you know how there was an ECW one-night stand? I just saw someone do the weirdest idea, what if they had a WCW one-night stand where where they revived WCW for like one night only? But like, I'm like, you got I'm like, there's no way that's not going to happen. I'd be happy for that, but I know all the, all the old no. WCW guys are really old. No, all, just look at Kevin Nash and Scott Hall now. <laughs> I know, like, you know. You know, Kevin Nash actually. You know, Kevin Nash. He's actually he he's actually in good shape for being um in his fifties or late forties. I don't know how old he is. Yeah, he looks good, but Scott Hall looks awful, doesn't he? Oh yeah, I know. And also, and also, there's a bunch of other WCW guys who like who like who not like who can still wrestle yet. Well, like um, first of all, if we have Sean Waltman, and then there's um, and a bunch of um, and a bunch, and of course, there's a bunch of um. Cruiserweight wrestlers who are who are who are now who now like they're probably in their early forties, but they now wrestle in Mexico or Japan. So like, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. You're right about that. Yeah, I know. Like, and actually, you know, to name one, there's like I still name a few. There's like um, Psychosis, and there's like Juventus Juventus Guerrera. Um, like you know, and then um, and then there's um, it's like yeah. And um yeah and and um well he was never in WCW but Super Crazy would have been a good cruiserweight. That's a good idea. You're right about that. Yeah, but like yeah and and also and and um and all and also last thing is like um who should Daniel Bryan's opponent be at WrestleMania? First of all, there's a rumor saying that Sheamus will return and turn heel, and also people were it didn't happen. People were saying that Sheamus would return and actually cost Daniel Bryan. The match with Roman Reigns, but like, because you know, Jason Daniel Bryan is not going to headline WrestleMania. They need something for him. I think you're going to go one on one with Dolph Ziggler at WrestleMania. I'd rather see him face Dolph Ziggler than um, Sheamus. I think Sheamus is another Sheamus and Bryan match at WrestleMania is going to be awful to sit through. They already had two or three already. Uh, also, yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, it's still funny. It's it was still. It still kind of shocks me to this day that he lo- he loses in 18 seconds and he's still a fan and he's still a big star. Yeah, yeah. he's the future of WWE for sure. Yeah, I know, and also and then um and also there's been also could there be a fatal four for this continental title? Because first of all, Dean Ambrose wants his rematch. Like you know he got the thing is like you know he's saying also like oh Ben is bare to disgrace the title. Our truth pinned him on SmackDown. Clean. There was no interference. Dean Ambrose didn't do nothing, and Dolph Ziggler he lost the title, and never got his rematch. I think it's going to be a fatal four-way at WrestleMania for sure. It looked like the seeds were planted last night, so I think there is a fatal four-way for the Intercontinental Championship at uh, WrestleMania. Good, yeah. good chance and of that. Yeah, and then um, nothing is like um um, well like um um, well there um, you know also first of all I thought it was great that. That they put the tag titles on Cesaro and Tyson Kidd because, like, first of all, the tag team division has been going really um, thin, and like the Usos, they had the title for like most of 2014. They had it for like for like like for for much of for like only a little bit of this year. 
there's still a lot of 2015 ahead, but like I think it's best because like they need there needs to be a new tag team because like one thing I want to see is what if there was like a fatal four way at like WrestleMania. Well, I don't know fatal four way. Like let's say like Cesaro, Tyson, Kid, the Usos, and um and the Ascension. I'm, I'm and and the primetime players because like primetime players are back and now like then like. And 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 you know what the, and what do they do? They beat the Ascension. <laughs> no, I was shocked at that myself. <laughs> yeah, like also I'm surprised. Like I remember at a tag team turmoil, they got themselves disqualified by destroying Brian, Daniel Bryan, and Roman Reigns, and that just shocks me. Like they can they can be two, they can beat Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns, two main eventers, but they can't defeat two jobbers, which are the primetime players. They can't beat <laughs> like you. Yeah, you got like, a point. That's true. Yeah, yeah, and also, yeah. And also, I actually kind of want to see probably in the near future the Ascension have the titles around their belts because, like, the Ascension, they're very tough. You know, they've had the titles for nearly a year in NXT, and then, um, like, like yeah, and, like, and also, and some people, New York, clearly people, like, you know, one thing that they don't like is they don't like the past because they're, they're talking about. Also, speaking of, the, we know one that the Ascension just did last night on Raw. They spoiled the Hall of Fame. Like, you know what? Before they announced the Bushwhackers being Hall of Fame inductees, right before that, the Ascension's like, oh, the Bushwhackers are going to be inducted to the Hall of Fame. And this was before they had, they announced it. The Bushwhackers. The Bushwhackers. Yeah, and then, yeah, <laughs> and then, and then, yeah, I know. And then, and then they're all stuff out. He's like, like, and they're talking about, oh, we're better than, than the Road Warriors. We're better than Demolition. <laughs> we're better than, yeah, like, yeah. And other than, and I think that's pretty much um, yeah yeah. <laughs> and also first off, and also another thing I just want to say about like um, if the Lucha Dragons were to be called to the main roster, one match I'd like to see is them against the Usos. Usos against the Lucha Dragons. And also first off, before anything else, like supposedly there were there was a there was a canceled gimmick where like believe it or not that well Kalisto was gonna be a gay hairstyler. <laughs> that would have been funny to see. <laughs> what a tight scene. Yeah, I know. Cause you got like, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm like, I'm like, we already had one gay hairdresser or whatever his name. Like, what was his name? Rico? I don't know. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I know. Like, he's gonna look like don't. He's gonna turn into like a Rico 2.0. Rico 2.0. It's like, yeah, but yeah, but <laughs> but yeah, but that would be a good match. See, um, Usos and the, no, no, yeah, Usos and the Lucha Dragon. And also, and also, and also, last thing, last thing, last thing, um. Is the Divas division is gone really, really short? Like you know, do you see the match last night? There was only it was Paige and Emma against the Bellas, and that match was only probably thirty seconds. Cause like you know, yeah, that was a quick match. I I didn't yeah, understand that at all. I know, like all like what is it? Like Brie Bell, she just walked up to Emma and hits an X Factor, and yes, I said X Factor, not the Bella Buster. I don't even want to call it that. I'm just gonna call it the X Factor. But like, and then and then one, two, three. <laughs> And also, and also, and you know what? And, and also, the NXT women's division is better than this crap. Yes, I agree with you 100%. I like the NXT uh, women's roster. I like Charlotte. Yeah, I know, yeah. Ric Flair's like, daughter. Um, She's great. Yeah, and also, first off, let me just say something. NXT, a fatal four-way for the NXT Women's Championship. We had four, four beautiful women put on an amazing match. So, like, yeah. Like, yeah, and um, also, first off, yeah, because, like, there was Charlotte... She was she was a she was a great champion and so, so some people have been like I personally didn't think it was like fair that she had the title for that long but people are like oh she only has it because she's a flair like she's only being pushed because she's a flair and like and like and you know when I hear that I'm like okay Tamina Snuka 
her father is Jimmy Snuka. Why not push her? Why don't you push Natalia? She's a heart. But like, they can. But they push a flair. But yeah, pretty much. That's all I have to say. Pretty much right now. Well, awesome. Thank you so much for calling in. I appreciated your call. We'll have to have you as a guest sometime here on the Oscar Nelly Show. Okay. All awesome. Right. Have a great right. night. Thank you so much for calling in. All right. Sure. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, he he sure can talk. He had a whole lot to say about wrestling, so that was a really enthusiastic uh, talker tonight. So anyone else is welcome to call in at one three two three six four two one six zero five. And we're gonna get back to our commercial break and hear some wonderful music. It's time to get funky right here on the Alice Cardinelli Show. We're going to hear some wonderful music on the Alex Cardinelli Show. I hope you like music, so DJ Alex, take it away and play some wonderful music here on the Alex Cardinelli Show. Yeah! Another one bites the dust. All right, one of the first songs we're going to hear tonight is called Big Time, and it was the WrestleMania 22 theme song, and it's a song that I use for my fish show, The Aquatic Wet Line, and this show, The Oscar Nelly Show, because The Aquatic Wet Line will be celebrating its 150th episode, and this show is going to be celebrating its 50th episode pretty soon. Hi there. I'm on my way, I'm
they do in Texas, please Fold them, let them hit me, raise it, baby, stay with me I love it Love game intuition, play the cards of state to start And after he's been hooked, I'll play the one that's on his heart
into the Alex Cardinelli Show, live with your host, Alex Cardinelli. We hope you enjoyed our nice music and commercial break and are ready for some fun discussion. What is Alex going to chat about now? Don't forget to call in at 1-323-642-1605 to let your voice be heard. Get involved with social media and tweet your thoughts on tonight's topic. Tweet to at Alex Cardinelli 1, capital A in Alex and C in Cardinelli. Now let's get back to the action. Here's Alex live from the Blog Talk Radio Studio in Springfield, Massachusetts. And we're back here live on the Alice Cardinelli Show. Hope you guys enjoyed our nice music and commercial break. And tonight we are recapping WWE Fastlane. 
which aired this past Sunday on WWE Network. Now, during commercial break, we had a fantastic caller. So I want to say thank you, Patrick, for calling into the show. You were certainly a great caller. And before commercial break, I was discussing my thoughts on WWE Fastlane. Now, I'm going to discuss WWE Fastlane and give the results, and we're going to find out who won the predictions between Jeff and myself. Remember, on our Saturday Night Live, on this past Saturday, Saturday Night Spotlight, Jeff and I predicted Fastlane. So we're going to find out if I'm still undefeated a little later on in the show, and then I'll discuss the road to WrestleMania. That's going to be great. Now, you can call in at one three two three six four two one six zero five if you want to join the chat and discuss your thoughts on WWE Fastlane. So let's get to it. Let's talk about the WWE Fastlane results. The first match was... Um, a six-man tag team match between Dolph Ziggler, Eric Rowan, and Ryback against the authorities, Seth Rollins, Kane, and The Big Show. Now, Seth Rollins, Kane, and Big Show would go on to defeat Dolph Ziggler, Eric Rowan, and Ryback. After the match, Rollins, Kane, and Big Show would attack Ziggler, Rowan, and Ryback, but WWE's Viper, Randy Orton, would later return and save Ziggler, Rowan, and Ryback. Orton would RKO um, Mercury and RKO Jamie Noble and a huge RKO on Kane before trying to deliver a DDT on Seth Rollins, but Seth Rollins escaped to the back. Now, this was a great match. I really did enjoy this match, and I love seeing the return of Randy Orton. But I think Ziggler, Rowan, and Ryback should have won and could have had the authority attack them after the match and had Orton return. But nonetheless, it was a great match to kickstart WWE Fastlane. Next, we've got Goldust versus Stardust. The winner of this match was Goldust by a pinfall. He had a roll-up pinfall over Stardust, so Goldust defeated Stardust. I really wasn't into this match. I thought it was a kind of weird match. I've never been a fan fan of Goldust, so I really had no care for this match. But Goldust defeated Stardust. And then we had a United States title match between the United States champion Rusev and John Cena. Rusev defeated John Cena by kicking John Cena right in the balls and putting him in the accolade. It was a great match. I really did enjoy this match, and I'm happy to see Rusev defeat John Cena and retain his United States Championship. It was a great match, and I definitely liked Rusev versus John Cena. And then we had a Divas Championship match between Nikki Bella and Paige. Nikki Bella would go on to defeat Paige to retain her Divas Championship. And then we had Bad News Barrett versus Dean Ambrose for the Intercontinental Championship. And we had Bad News Barrett defeating Dean Ambrose by disqualification. But Dean Ambrose would later on go on to steal the title and leave with it. I actually thought this was a great match, but I feel that it should have ended with a clean victory by Dean Ambrose. But I really did enjoy the match nonetheless. And then we had, for the Tag Team Championships, the Usos versus Tyson Kidd and Cesaro. 
Tyson Kidd and Cesaro defeated the Usos. And I'm going to be honest, I actually did not see this match because I was in the bathroom. But I do know that Tyson Kidd and Cesaro have won the Tag Team Championships. And the main event was Roman Reigns defeating Daniel Bryan to earn his spot at WWE WrestleMania 31 in the main event. And I'm going to be honest, I was writing today's script. I was writing a script for my Fastlane review when I was uh, supposed to be watching the main event. So I didn't see the main event until I replayed Fastlane on the network. I was only I was only watching Fastlane for the Sting segment, basically. I didn't care about all the other matches. I was just watching it for the Sting segment. But I really did like the uh, main event, and there was nothing that I would change in the main event. And the Bray Wyatt segment was pretty good. I actually saw bits and pieces of the Bray Wyatt segment because I was that's when I started writing today's uh, script for my show today on Oscar Nelly's show and on the Aquatic Wetline. All right. Now, again, we had Gold Dust beating Stardust, Rollins, Kane, and Big Show defeating Ziggler, Ryback, and, Ro- and uh, Rowan. We had Rusev defeat John Cena, Nikki Bella defeat Paige, Bad News Spirit defeat Dean Ambrose, Tyson Kidd Cesaro defeat the Usos, and Roman Reigns defeated Daniel Bryan. And the best part of Fastlane, I know the thing that you guys are looking forward to the most was the Triple H and Sting face-to-face confrontation. So here it is. Triple H enters the ring and says, tempers flare, but there are apologies to be made. And he stands by with his words, but he is the king of kings in WWE. H says he waits for Sting, then Sting's music cues up, and he walks to the ring. So H says he wants to cut to the chase. He says he knows why Sting is there, because he is WCW. But H is just one guy who put him out of business, and failure follows Sting. Triple H says he can give Sting his legacy and power back, and all it will take is Sting walking away, because he can live on through the WWE Network. Triple H implies he will put Sting in the Hall of Fame if he steps away. Then Triple H says they can do it the hard way, and he'll beat a legacy out of him. Triple H says he won't wait long for an answer, and you can see Sting already chose. Then he takes a cheap shot, but Sting swings right back at him. Ace tackles Sting and hits him a few times. Then he stops him, stomps him and gets a sledgehammer from underneath the ring. Sting blocks and then puts a baseball bat under Triple H's chin, then backs him into the corner, and Ace drops the sledgehammer. Sting points at the WrestleMania sign, then Triple H calls it Sting's funeral, and Sting walks away, but Ace tries to attack him. Sting turns and hits him with the bat right in his stomach, then looks at the WrestleMania sign and hits the Scorpion Death Drop before leaving. And that was the Triple H and Sting face-to-face confrontation. And I've got to tell you, that was the best part of WWE Fastlane, in my opinion. I really did enjoy it. My thoughts on this segment was it delivered absolutely awesomely. And I'm looking forward to Sting versus Triple H at WrestleMania 31. I guarantee you it'll be an awesome match at WrestleMania. Finally, we saw the emergence of the baseball bat 
with Sting in the WWE, and that was awesome. I never thought we'd see it, but it's here in WWE, and I'm looking forward to it. So I can't wait to see Sting versus Triple H at WrestleMania 31. Great segment, and I can't wait to see Sting on WWE television again before WrestleMania 31. All right. Well, this past Saturday on Saturday Night Live, me and Jeff debuted our Saturday Night Spotlight here on the Alice Cardinelli Show by predicting who's going to win at Fast Lane. So, did Jeff end my 2-0 undefeated streak, or will I grow to 3-0? We're going to find out right now. But first, let's hear our predictions. Here right now on the Saturday Night Spotlight. It's time for some Saturday Night Spotlight. Right here, right now on the Alex Cardinelli Show, Alex T. and William T. are going to give some product reviews. We're going to review our fear product, or we're going to talk about something that deserves some spotlight. So here is tonight's Saturday Night Spotlight here on Saturday Night Live on the Alex Cardinelli Show. Well, tonight's Saturday Night Spotlight is going to be on WWE because tomorrow night, live on the WWE Network and WWE Pay-Per-View, you can watch WWE Fastlane. But if you subscribe to the WWE Network by tomorrow, you get the WWE Network for free and you get WWE Fastlane for free. You get the network for free until February ends, but the network is only $9.99. So if you're a true wrestling fan, I definitely recommend subscribing because we're on the road to WrestleMania. But WWE Fastlane is going to be airing tomorrow on pay-per-view and on the WWE Network. You can watch WWE Fastlane for free if you sign up to the WWE Network today or tomorrow. Anyways, in our first debut edition of Saturday Night Spotlight, our special guest Jeff and I are going to preview and predict the winners of WWE Fastlane. So, let's get to it. And I know um, this is going to be very fun, and hopefully Jeff will beat me at WWE Fastlane. You're hoping you'll beat me, right, Jeff? Yeah, I hope. I haven't beat a prediction yet. I'm two and zero against you. Yep. Hopefully, I'll be I'm like not betting you on this one. <laughs> yeah, this one's just you know for fun. Yes, yeah, just for fun. This is a free one this time. All right. Anyways, here's the announced matches thus far. We've got Rusev, the United States Champion, versus John Cena, which is the singles match for the WWE United States Championship. Now, this is a tough one for me to pick. Um, because uh, I don't really know where WWE is going in this direction. Otherwise, the only thing I know is that Rusev will face John Cena at WrestleMania 31. So I guess my pick for this match would be Rusev. I think Rusev retains his United States Championship, and John Cena will get a victory at WrestleMania on the biggest stage of them all. So for me, I'm going to say Rusev gets the victory at Fastlane. How about you, Jeff? Uh, after the last couple Raws, I'm going to have to say I'm going to go with John Cena's going to win. Well, that's a good pick. So hopefully uh, you'll win this bet. I think John Cena could 
could definitely win. Um, that would be a good way. I'd actually love to see John Cena as the United States champion again. How about you? Yeah, I, I, I just want to see him with the championship. That's true. He's he could be the champion. He's the only logical man in my mind right now that should be able to defeat Rusev. He's the the best guy to do it because he's the only guy that has uh, that can do it in my mind right now. Yeah, I agree with you there. Awesome. Well, our next match is one that I have a little bit of interest in, and this is for the Divas Championship. It's Nikki Bella versus Paige, a singles match for the WWE Divas Championship. I've been following the storyline, and I seem to think that they're going to uh, have Nikki Bella go to WrestleMania as Divas Champion. So my pick is Nikki Bella. How about you, Jeff? I'm going to go with Paige, but it really doesn't matter to me who wins this one. I just want to watch it. Me too. I, I'm on the same boat as you. And the main event is going to be Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan, which is going to be a singles match to determine the number one contender for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship at WrestleMania 31. Um, a tough pick because I really don't care about the main event for WrestleMania, so I'm going to go with Roman Reigns. I think he's going to earn his shot at WrestleMania 31. How about you, Jeff? I'm going to have to go with Daniel Bryan just because uh, he lost the title to his injury, and I think he, yeah, I just think he's going to win. I just have a feeling. That's awesome. So uh, we'll have to see what happens there. And there's some, there are some other matches in Fastlane, but we're not going to predict them because I think they're going to be on the pre-show. But the thing I'm looking forward to at Fastlane, I'm not sure about you, is Triple H to confront Sting. I'm really looking forward to that. So I'll start with you. What do you think is going to happen there? I don't think you're going to want to hear this, but I think Triple H is going to kick his ass, give him the pedigree, and then we're not going to see him again. We're not going to see Sting again. I don't, I don't know about that. I know he is signed on for a couple matches, so he does have a WWE uh, contract. But I think it's, they're going to exchange words, and eventually either Sting or Triple H is going to issue a challenge for, for WrestleMania, and either one of them is going to accept. And then we know that Triple H will bring out the authority and they'll crowd the ring. But Sting will pull his uh, WCW mind games and – We'll hear the, the sound of the crow, the, air, the arena will go dark, and the authority is taken out. That's what I personally would like to see, but I do agree with you. I think there is going to be some physicality to uh, spark interest in this, and I can't wait to see Sting versus Triple H at WrestleMania, and I'm definitely going to be watching tomorrow. So uh, yeah, I, I can't wait. Sting. Go ahead. Yeah, I can't wait to see it either. It'll be a good match either way who wins. But you know Triple H will have Seth Rollins and them involved somehow. I know, too. I hope Sting comes out with his baseball bat and takes him out. That will be awesome to see. Yeah, it would be awesome. All right. And our last our last question for Saturday Night Spotlight is, what do you think is going to happen at WWE Fastlane tomorrow? I think Daniel Bryan's going to beat Roman Reigns. So he's the number one contender. And I think John Cena will beat Rusev. But I'm not 100% sure on my answer because, you know, now the WWE likes to throw curveballs, so you really don't know what's going to happen. That's true. I agree with you on So what do you predict, Alex?
Well, I actually predict this to be a, a, a minor pay-per-view. It's not going to be a really big pay-per-view. But I definitely think that there's going to be a curveball in the main event. I think it's going to end with disqualification. And I think this is going to set up a triple threat match at WrestleMania between Daniel Bryan, Roman Reigns, and Brock Lesnar, despite this disqualification. I definitely think the confrontation between Triple H and Sting is going to set up some sort of a match at WrestleMania 31. I actually think we can see the return of Randy Orton at Fastlane to set up a feud with Seth Rollins at WrestleMania 31. And I can <laughs> see uh, Rusev looking strong in his match at Fastlane, even if he loses, so he builds credibility to Fastlane. And even though Bray Wyatt is not officially announced to be a part of Fastlane, I see him giving some kind of promo uh, towards the Undertaker, so we can see Bray Wyatt versus Undertaker at WrestleMania 31. So this has been a great Saturday Night Spotlight, and thank you, Jeff, for being a part of this great Saturday Night Spotlight. And we'll do a recap of Fastlane on Tuesday. How'd that sound? Awesome. Can't wait. I hope I got some All right on this time. I hope you win this time. <laughs> yeah, All right, too. well, it's... Well, it's time for our next segment here on, and that was our WWE Fastlane predictions from this past Saturday on our Saturday Night Spotlight, and um, you guys can predict our WrestleMania 31 matches, and I know right now it's just me and Jeff making wrestling predictions, but you, the listeners, can get involved by calling in on our WrestleMania 31 preview show with your predictions or by emailing me at AllisCoyankeesCarnoy19 and gmail.com. And who knows, maybe one of you can defeat me because right now I am still currently undefeated. But right now I'm going to announce whether Jeff defeated me, but you guys might have the opportunity to defeat me at WrestleMania um, if... If uh, I defeat Jeff tonight. Now, you guys might have heard me laughing during the predictions. And the reason I was laughing because every prediction I made this past Saturday happened. I predicted that there'd be violence in the Triple H and Sting confrontation. I predicted there'd be a Bray Wyatt promo. I predicted there'd be a Randy Orton return. And I, pre- I pretty much predicted that Rusev was going to win and that Rusev would look strong. <laughs> And every match that I said that the winner was going to win, I won. So I won uh, the WWE Fastlane uh, predictions. And the winner is Alex. Alex is now 3-0. and Yes, 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 I defeated Jeff again, 3-0. and But um, in order to celebrate my third straight victory, there's only one man that can celebrate for me. Yes! 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 I knew. I know how much I. I know how much Jeff hates Daniel Bryan, so I had to do that. But, anyways. I am now 3-0. I have a new undefeated streak. Who is going to be able to break it? Is Jeff going to break my undefeated streak at WrestleMania 31 when we do our WrestleMania 31 preview show? Or is one of my listeners going to break my undefeated streak? I've been undefeated in my WWE and sports bets. 
Maybe Jeff can break my undefeated streak at WrestleMania, or maybe one of you listeners can break it. But, Jeff, I challenge you to a match at WrestleMania 31. Do you accept? <laughs> Just kidding. All right, let's get back on topic here. That was for a little fun. I do, that, I do, I do these little segments for some fun, and we'll do a big segment at WrestleMania for that where you, the listeners, can get involved in what you guys think is going to happen at WrestleMania. But back on topic here. What Fastlane has accomplished this weekend? Fastlane has confirmed three big WrestleMania 31 matches. It confirmed Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar, the main event for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. It confirmed it confirmed Sting versus Triple H for our second main event of WrestleMania, and it confirmed Bray Wyatt versus Undertaker. So Fastlane confirmed that Sting versus Triple H will indeed happen at WrestleMania, and it confirms that they're going to go through with Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns, and it confirms that um, that Undertaker will indeed return at WrestleMania 31 to take on... um, Take on uh, what's his name, uh, Bray Wyatt. All right, so that's that's what uh, Fastlane confirms: three huge WrestleMania matches. All right, the final thing I'll talk about is the road to WrestleMania. That's right, we're on the road to WrestleMania. Believe it or not, WrestleMania is now only four weeks away. So that is wonderful. Four weeks away. I'm looking forward to it. All right, the road to WrestleMania is going to see a lot of awesome things. We're going to see Undertaker returning at WrestleMania 31. The road to WrestleMania is going to see some Brock Lesnar appearances. He's scheduled for March March 9th in the final Raw before WrestleMania. We're going to see Sting, the icon Sting, and the Village and Sting to appear one or two more times. For WrestleMania, I say probably uh, the final two Raws before WrestleMania. We'll see the Hulk Hogan and NWO talk Triple H about Sting on some of the Raws before WrestleMania. We'll see John Cena challenging Rusev, which he did last night. And the Andre the Giant Battle Royal has already been announced, and some superstars have been confirmed for it. So that's my thoughts on the road to WrestleMania and what's going to happen. All right, now we're getting ready to wrap up this show. I hope you guys enjoyed tonight's WWE Fastlane Review Show. Now, our next wrestling show is going to be a wrestler spotlight show, and we're finally going to do the Shawn Michaels Superstar Show. I know I've been doing, I've supposed to be, I'm supposed to do that five times already, but there are so many technical issues I had to keep her scheduling, and I feel bad about it. But this Sunday at 8 p.m. Or excuse me, this Sunday at 9 p.m. Eastern, we're going to do the Shawn Michaels review on uh, his career and stuff this Sunday at 9 p.m. Eastern. Don't forget, Jeff and I will do a WrestleMania 31 preview show the Tuesday before the WrestleMania. So uh, the Tuesday before the the Tuesday before March 29th, we're going to have a WrestleMania 31 preview show. Also, the Saturday Night Live Saturday Night Spotlight will be WrestleMania Spotlight starting in March. So, all of our 
Saturday Night Spotlights are going to feature WrestleManias, and I can't wait for that. Okay? So, all of our uh, WrestleManias are going to be featured on Saturday Night Spotlight. All right, before I go, I've got a, a, a caller tonight, and I know who this is. I think this is my buddy Jeff, so I'm going to bring him on. You're now live on the show. Thank you so much for calling in. I accept your challenge for WrestleMania, and I'm going to break your streak. Okay. Just like Lesnar did The <laughs> Undertaker. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, You're going to wish you never made a prediction. <laughs> I don't know. If, if you don't beat me, I have to give you a Scorpion Death Drop. Sting needs to change his little thing to sound like a chicken. <laughs> I like his entrance. Yeah, it should be Bok Bok instead of Ka. No. <laughs> I'm going to give you a Scorpion Death Drop at WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah I'm going to win this one. Oscar Alex's streak is broke. I hope you beat me because I keep beating you three times in a row. I got to get a hold of a bunch of wrestling fans because one of us can beat you. <laughs> I hope so. If not, I'm going to go 14 and 0 against you. <laughs> no, that's not going to happen. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I hope you do beat me one time. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll let you wrap up your show. I just thought I'd call in after right, hearing you play that in. stupid yes chant. I wish I had the stupid no chant to play. <laughs> I don't know if there is one. If I can find, if you beat me, I'll find one and play it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, good night. I don't want to hear you play that again. Right, too. Thank you for calling yeah. in, my friend. Yeah. All right. Bye bye. All right, thank you guys for listening to this awesome show. Hope you guys enjoyed it. And don't forget, our next WWE show is going to be live this this Sunday at 9 p.m. Eastern as we review the Heartbreak Kid Shawn Michaels' career. So I hope you guys enjoyed our Fastlane review tonight. And stay tuned for some more wrestling shows, including a WrestleMania 31 preview show. And I can't wait for that. All right, with that being said, Good night, everyone, and we'll see you for, for on our Friday news hour in our Saturday Night Live. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Alex Cardinal Show, your one stop for anything sports, news, politics, and general chat. Make sure you join us each and every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern, and Sunday at 9 p.m. Eastern. Please like our fan page on Facebook. Log on to Facebook and type in The Alex Cardinal Show and click like. We are also on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. Check us out there. For more information on our show, check out our webpage, blogtalkradio.com forward slash crazyalextalks. Have a good night and thanks for listening to The Alex Cardinal Show.